in a process where something like ready-made or even in when you're making work, you need people to be ultimately really generous of spirit, <laughs> I think. But, yeah, working out, that's... How do you be generous of spirit in a safe way? But I wonder how self-care forms into yeah. generous talking about martyrdom and if we're talking about patriarchy then I know I know okay so I think that and this is what I've learned and it's been a very hard lesson for me and I'm still terrible at it is boundaries so I think you can maintain that generous spirit if you have enough boundaries to recuperate Mm. and have a little lie down when you need it and so you can come back fully recharged because I think that's the thing like I think when you're an artist you're in service you know and that's your job like we're like it's like being a carpenter you know it's a trade you know in a way and sure there's some parties that you go to but but, and really interesting people but at the end of the day you you are in a trade and I think running spaces is the same thing or teaching is the same thing you're in service so I think the boundaries around who you let in Mm. for how long Mm. And knowing when you need to have a little lie down and go, that's really nice. I'm just going to go over here for a day. I'll see you. To And thinking time so you don't react straight away to a problem. Like you don't instantly go, oh, my God, that's terrible. I'm trapped. It's terrible. Or, oh, my God, how am I going to find this way through? Oh, we're never going to have any money. Or, but to go, okay, what's actually happening here? And that's, that's a very yogi thing, nor this, nor that. Mm. It just is what it is. So you just go okay cool what am I going to do here right I'll just sit think and then come back and try and which again I'm terrible at (laughs) but I try but I really try I try I try to grow I try to keep learning so I'm not just trying to think oh I've got it all solved and yeah I don't know I'm absolutely flawed so I think that that's good to be flawed and not to go oh totally know exactly what I'm doing all the time. Okay. And how how to be absolutely flawed and to step boldly in the direction that oh, yeah. you know needs to be stepped in with, with the validity mm. that you are the right person to be there God. knowing that you are flawed. <laughs> like fighting the imposter syndrome that oh, yeah. artists live. The, the, the fraud. But you see, the thing, thinking you're a fraud, it's yeah. a great thing. <laughs> Because but, it keeps you awake okay. to the fact that you're not. But you also, like, <laughs> like, for legitimacy, you have to keep telling people that you're not for well, resources. I think that, well, I think that changes when you get older. Like, oh, I'm okay. still not quite there yet. But I think as you get older, your need for legitimacy mm-hmm. shifts because um, I, was, I read this yesterday you, you see your past becoming longer and your future shortening. So you work out what you're going to waste your time on. Mm. So then the idea of legitimacy, and look, I've really been there like in very big jobs, in high situations, high stake situations with big companies and, it, you know, it's been quite tricky because it's about legitimacy. Suppose legitimacy. Yeah, performed legitimacy. Yeah, performed. That's 
Oh, that was another really anyway. That was an interesting thing going the body of ideas thing. The discussion around being embodied or performing, and so legitimacy for me is performing mm-hmm. to perform to manufacture the thing, but embodiment is let it trying as best we can. And I really preface this by saying I'm hopeless at it. I'm trying all the time, mm. but that that is the attempt thing again. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I think that that's yeah that that's really important that we try to work out. Like who we're being legitimate for, because in the end, it's like no one's going to really care. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't mean that as a depressive thing. I mean it no, like there's like freedom in that. Yeah. Like because most of the time, when I was when I first started teaching, I used to get terrible panic attacks. Have I told you this story? Mm-hmm. I was terrible, really true panic attacks, really really bad. And it was because everyone was looking at me and it was because it was around the fraud thing. Mm. What do I have to say? What do I have to say? But then I realised that most people are thinking about themselves. They don't really care about me. Mm-hmm. They, they do, but they want an experience. They want to feel changed. They're, and that's a huge responsibility. And I take that very seriously when I teach. I, I take teaching very seriously. Same. It's not a. Um, it's not like oh, I've got a teaching gig. It's like oh, this is big. You know, how can I... This is where I feel like I have the most agency. Mm. And if I can listen well, then I can respond well to what they need instead of just pushing some sort of pedagogy or dogma on them because it changes all the time, right? Anyway, but this panic attack thing, it really helped me because it helped me realise um, that, that if I can free myself from that, if I can free myself from feeling like I have to be legitimate or the v- validation as an artist and all that, then there's more opportunity for me to discover new things. Mm. Um, but you know, hey, as I said, I'm pretty. I'm still. Try- I'm still working through that, and I think that's what I meant before at the beginning. Like I think you do that until you're dead. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. How How do you listen, Mel? Because <laughs> I we're both in agreement that like mm. listening is a superpower. It is. It's the superpower of all superpowers. I reckon. I think, well, I think you just shut up. (laughs) Like, because validation and legitimacy, and like we're doing it now in a way, it's quite interesting, it's quite come up quite. So I am having an interview and in some ways I'm trying to legitimise who I am. But in fact, what's the most important thing that's happened today is that we're trying to listen to each other and work out where we are in the world and what our practice is. But... um, but, yeah, shutting up. Like, even in this interview, there's been times where I'm like, just shut up, Sammy. Stop talking. Like, <laughs> sometimes I do that. I think in class I do that. Like, most of the classes I run here, mm-hmm. I don't talk a lot mm-hmm. because that's not my job. It's to facilitate an experience. And that's how I run the movement program. Each week I go in and I say, what experience can I offer that opens something for them? Mm. You know? for them to decide how they use it in a very safe, supported and truly, truly in a place where I feel like they can fail and not be judged, that they can witness the work they're in without judgment. And part of being able to fail is knowing that you've got a year with them or Totally, totally. So, yeah, shutting up, it's important. Do you think you're getting better at it? Or worse at it? No, as I said, I think when you, I think time is a, time is a great 
mirror because I think it mm. helps you understand what you thought was important isn't important anymore. But it doesn't devalue that at the time it was important because we need, um, like, for example, your idea of legitimacy, not to necessarily contradict it, but we need ambition. There's nothing wrong with ambition and the need to do things and make things and pursue things and make our way in the world and create legacy and create work that we feel like people... But it's still, I still go back to do all that but as long as your energy is going in the right direction because it will be more satisfying for you yeah. and more satisfying for the audience because it's coming from a place that's real, not from you trying to make an original work, which I think is the trouble. What's original, there's nothing new, you know, so get that out of the way. Work with the uniqueness of the artist that you are. Talk to what you know and then build aesthetic from there. Mm. Like it's, um, yeah, I think that forced... Which I tell you, uh, again, uh, seriously, it takes me, it takes you years to work that out. And again, I don't, I'm still, yeah, like even with the astronaut, I wanted people to like it. I mean, I'd be, I'd be ridiculous if I said, oh yes, I made this solid work. I didn't care if anyone came. It was totally fine. <laughs> I mean, God, I was so anxious, you know, about it because you want people to like it and you want mm. people to think you're a good artist and yeah. you know, make a dick of yourself and... But then after that first thing happens and you know what it is and some people love it and hate it and whatever, then you do the work and you perform and you meet yourself and you try and nuance it and make it subtle. And and that was three weeks, so it was like every day, like how to to work with it. It was really interesting. I struggle a little bit with ambition. Mm. Um, But ambition can be different things. Like in yoga they call it tapas. So oh, yeah. it's your fire. Okay. It's the fire. We need tapas. You know, it's like that's the difference between, and you can see it in a class of when I first start teaching who has tapas and they call it um, tamas. I think it's, it's, the, uh, it's like a nerd. It's uh, people who don't have any tapas. So my job is to work out where they are energy-wise mm. and to help them. So people with too much tapas, like you can see them in a yoga class, they'll do forward virasana and then we can they're tapping they're tapping their fingers or they're jiggling around or there's too much fire too much energy mm. so it's how then so for them it's 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 about head down forward bends mm. head on a chair get the nervous system to come down so they can see themselves mm. but for the people who there's they need more tapas mm. it's back bends it's fire okay. it's it's courage you know I'm sure you know. But it's, there's no such thing as terrible, actually. No, you've got to be careful of that. But there's, but you know what I mean? It's the action in the body. Mm-hmm. So the action of a back bend, first of all, you can't see yourself. And that's really amazing because in most yoga poses you can see you've got a spatial relationship going on. But in back bend, there's something about really like letting freedom, you know, and letting all that go and really trying to, you know, um, motivate the, the bodies so so yeah so i think uh, to reframe the idea of ambition mm-hmm. maybe tapas or this idea of fire is important in people's lives maybe mm-hmm. anyway how did your work go <laughs> speaking of shutting up how did your work go in melbourne at frankston arts Center? yeah um 
it was pretty crazy, actually, because it was no longer research. It was now a show. Yeah, to make that's show. right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like even though we haven't shown the show, most of the work of the project is done. Yeah. The, the work of spending time with people who I thought I knew and yeah. then I did a little bit yeah. but not all and then spending time with the person that I thought I was or could have become or am becoming yeah. and then um, rehearsing and presenting in a public space so yeah. with no ticket entry price, with no barrier so you don't even have to be sane to come and see the show let alone um, holding down an income you just have to accidentally be there and so we had 12 year old girls in their um, pyjamas because it was quite a late night show and then we had like 60, 7 year old wow. dudes who had no reason to be at home so just came wow. and hung out in the cold and watched the show so in that regard and the conversations that happened while we were rehearsing in a public space yeah, people were confused right. at our lives and so we had conversations about them uh, and with these people, then the work's totally done. And so then the the danger is that I'm lacking the shit fight that it takes to put on a show. Oh, yeah. Um, because I'm interested in the work and the work has been done. Yeah, yeah. And I totally understand that. Like, yeah, I totally understand that. Uh, result or something. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Because it is hard. Like when you when you've done it, it's yeah. like it's really hard to then sort of go back in and then yeah. go again. Yeah. But um, mm. I also am just I've been thinking about other things, and mm. I'm constantly fo- follying in other things as well. Like Follow you. I run a I curate a Mapstagram Instagram account. Yeah. Um, and purely because of the mind bend that is required when you are confronted with an idea that is different than your idea of mm. a place or a world or a population mm. or a gender split or a fertility mm. rate or a rainfall. Mm. Um, and then there are some maps that I want and I can't find. So I have not yet been able to find a map of pre-colonial and post-colonial borders of nations in Australia. Wow. And so this morning I found the like uh, Indigenous land map, languages mm. map of Australia, and then overlaid it with the hard-edged borders that are now our political borders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it didn't exist and I wanted it to exist yeah. and now I've done it. And I feel like that's most of the job of an artist is yeah. to see, the like world. you said, what doesn't exist, what needs to exist, make it exist. Right. But unfortunately, then the job of the career artist begins because then it's about convincing someone it's important I know, and then it's totally. about convincing enough people to give you enough money so that you can keep then, that circle going. That's right. And then you get busy with the being a producer. That's right. And then you no longer have time for folly that's because right. it's all folly in the that's beginning. That's right. But that's what we're talking about, the bootstrapping. Yeah. Um, and I think the bootstrapping okay. is a lie. I think the the... the Pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps is as ridiculous a notion as it sounds like. I think mm. I'm standing on generations of luck and mm. and and service of mm. people in my family mm. um, or ancestors or community members or like I know um, there was a been during the the depression maybe like. Was that 
fifties. I'm not sure the Great Thirties, the Great Depression in the thirties. Yeah. There's like there are enough poor people in Australia that people couldn't afford their children and they would just leave them with signs being like, I can't afford to feed my kid, hopefully somebody else will come along and take you. And that those people are alive still, some of them. And but like even my my mum grew up with in a family of four children, there was another family in the community who just couldn't really keep a household stable mm. and so their son ended up growing up like a brother so now they're f- like my mum's parents took care of five children instead yeah. of their own four yeah. and that's the thing that doesn't seem to be as happening anymore no. like the stability and the atomization of individuals within a community has led to a retreat yeah rather than a shared responsibility exactly. um so I feel, what do I feel like? I feel like these thoughts are not towards a work, but these thoughts are stretching my brain. Mm. And that's maybe, if, I'm, if I am lucky mm. enough to be standing on the shoulders of giants, I should at least be having a revelation daily about, um, because it is a, a privilege to mm. have enough time to folly. Mm. Um, so that's all I'm really doing is taking responsibility for the value of my efforts mm. outside of a, an economical context. Anymore, yeah, yeah. Within a. But but who's to say? Like I I have totally I think that's fantastic, mm. because who's to say that who's got the who's got the schedule for the Matt Cornell works that have to be made in terms of a certain canon mm. over a certain period of time? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there's something about. You can't make work on a on a time schedule. Like it, there has to be this. No, but you can make a career on a time schedule, and then if your career well, doesn't progress, you don't end up with the resources needed for the. Well, what do, well, other I, works. well, I think then then that's, well, as I said, I think every everything you set out on mm. will never ever end up the way that I think you think it's going to go. Mm. It can go different ways. It can be better, worse, whatever. It could be or it can amazing go or no, no, <laughs> <laughs> but. But I but I'd be interested to know like what what do you want? Mm. Like what do you want? Like if you could imagine mm. what you would what what like let's say you know talking about planning, let's say what would you imagine it would be in five years time? If you could say okay these are the things that I want to, to have happened in five years time, what would they be? Mm. I don't know how it manifests. Mm-hmm. I know that. I want that moment where I think I know and I am very gently and softly exposed to some information that makes me feel like it's okay to realise that maybe I don't know. Yeah. I want that to be an endemic disease that spreads the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Um, Five years seems like a nice timeline for that. Yeah. But and that's what the, and that's and so, I all I so care how about does is that, how does that yeah. uh, that there there is a tool and there is a system and there are resources that make that happen and sometimes mm. that tool and system is a map and sometimes that tool and system is a conversation. Yeah. And sometimes it's but, uh, but there's a reveal. Yeah. That's right. It's that moment yeah. of reveal where yeah. you are holding a version of the world in your mind mm. that you've built so that mm. you can be anticipatory, mm. so that you can move through the world intelligently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that 
expands or grows or readjusts and then things are not as shit or you are no longer as separated from all other things yeah um which is exactly what people take drugs and go to grave parties for is oneness oneness (laughs) yeah that's exactly right that's right because we're that's our path is meaning yeah i want to try and find meaning and i just like i imagine what is that uh, you know, like in Finding Nemo and the big oh, yeah. fishing net is down oh, yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the fish are frantically swimming in different directions but they all swim down together and the boat can't handle it and the boat breaks and it's like this inevitable malignant social system that keeps pulling us all up until we suffocate. People see the direction that we are just if we go together mm. and the system's not so strong then, enough. So then the practice, like your work... Mm. Is to so wouldn't you say that, like, so this whole idea of how we identify practice mm. or work, wouldn't you say that every listening you do, even this, yeah. is part of that practice? Yeah, in in like uh, letting me off the hook easy kind of way. Yes, right. Because I think that there's a Saul Williams song and one of the mm. lyrics is that there's nothing more powerful than an idea whose time has come. Oh, yeah, that's... Um, oh, shit. And that's... Yeah, 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 and yeah. he's just riffing it off someone else because yeah. he's a rapper. And yeah. what rappers do is reference. Yeah, because we use that as the... Um, that was the quote we used for the start of Queen Street. Yeah, right. Was that was our motto. Yeah. yeah. So that's funny. Oh, shit, I can't, I can't believe I can't remember the guy said it. Anyway, keep going. Um, so... Yeah. So, for example, yeah. uh, something comes to me and I'm like, well, I should try that out or I shouldn't try it out or I wonder why it's come mm. from that. So that, like, piece of paper folding over yeah. there, I feel like if I got, uh, like, a fat whiteboard marker or something like that and stuck it underneath that 90-degree angle, the ink would melt into the paper so much and destabilise it that I could put the lid on it on the other side of the paper and then I would hang there. And I don't know why, but that idea has come to me. <laughs> um, and so I need to then be responsible with the ideas that come to me, be responsible sure. for my inspiration sure. and for my viewpoint. Sure. And being responsible means taking active effort and engagement in whose ideas I'm choosing from. Mm. And how and and they're coming at me in the world, and, and that sometimes means reading, and it sometimes means listening to people that I think are knobheads. Yeah. And and it sometimes means. What does it mean? Uh, I think that there is a crisis that can happen no matter how well you think you're going. Of course. Which at is any given moment. That. I am going too easy on myself. I'm doing the things that are easy to do mm-hmm. and I could be doing more. Mm-hmm. And so it takes no effort but interest on my behalf yeah. to, to run Mapstagram or to run Wombat Radio or mm-hmm. uh, these other things. They seem opportunistic and they seem folly and I wonder if they're nourishing anyone but myself but Mm. they are nourishing myself Mm. and so in a butterfly Mm. effect sense yeah totally then 
it's like Wombat Radio is purely a structure where somebody will give me an hour of their focused time mm. so that we can have a conversation. Mm. And maybe the archive is a side effect. Yeah, that, I mean, it's an archival, yeah. I would say. Yeah. That your incident, the incidental yeah. outcome is the archival. But then there are so many people who don't, through their own nature, have, um, or interests, or uh, luck, yeah. have as diverse uh, people in their lives as I am lucky to. Yeah. Who also see the value in conversation or have the luck to have time for a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> um, and maybe it's like a panel that you don't have to go to. And that's why it's free and that's why it comes to you on the internet yeah. because it's about... And that's what the whole gift project is about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, I love like that. You don't have time and you don't have uh, cultural investment in this thing that you see as not part of you and you don't have the money. So I'm just going to make dance that goes beyond all of those barriers eventually. Yeah. And the test for me as the artist, as the author, is can I do the dance that overcomes the barriers while at the same time affects yeah affects you in a way that lets you be not you for a second or lets mm. you be ultimately you for a second mm. or for a minute or for an hour for a week and i feel like that project could have could sit in a gallery you know yeah but it needs to not sit in a gallery mm. for it to do what it needs mm, to do yeah right which is it needs to be a gift to you interjecting that's in right. your day yeah and that's and why that's, i can't get it the, funded yeah, right. Because it doesn't sit within any of the resourcing frameworks. Of course. Of course, of course. And so somehow I'm like... That's what happens when you're ahead of your time, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is like the nicest way to say folly or... No, 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 that's not true. Like you have to, you have to be aware that sometimes what you create, mm. what, like it is beyond because they can't rationalise it yet. But that, in actual fact, is how we'll go. Like, that is actually how we will consume or, or in terms of that yeah. interaction. So, yeah. but, in the, but it's like that. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's looking at who has ideas mm-hmm. that are going to match yours. Like, mm-hmm. so um, the, um, the, like, Mona, for example, like, pitching that as an idea to them, mm-hmm. that that's part of the, like, it's an exhibition but as people go around the gallery, they're receiving the gifts. They can't go to the gallery. They can't go. Because... Isn't it sent through the... It can, yeah, it can be sent to their phones. Mm. But the thing that is important to me about it is... Is that they're just sitting in their, like, domestic space. That my brother's driving a truck and he yeah, gets right. a dance gift and yeah, my okay. friend is working at Woolies and she gets a yeah, dance okay. gift and my friend in okay. Scotland gets at the same time as somebody in Philippines gets at the same time but, as somebody but, in Perth. But can't you use the sort of the framing of, like, someone like like Mona or something like that to help you economically resource it, but it's still... Oh, I could probably use Channel yeah. V to help me economically yeah. resource yeah. it, but I don't want to be a producer, so I need to find a producer. producer. The age-old question, where are the producers? Yeah. Oh, the producers everywhere. The creative, creative producers are also yeah. everywhere, but yeah. then they are no longer telling you the, like, business essential compromises you need to make yeah. by telling you the artistic compromises that you need yeah, to make. Yeah, that's very true. And the, the, the ultimate privilege of bootstrapping, <laughs> <laughs> of doing everything yourself, yeah. is that you 
for better or worse, I have made the decision about what is important about the GIF project, Great. the GIF of dance, Great. is that you can't already um, have all the things you need to be able to go to a theatre because then this is just an add-on. That's right. But stick to your guns. Like, but then if you stick to your guns, yeah. then that's what the project is and that's what it is. Like, and that's what it is. That's what it is and that's yeah. what's fantastic about it. So, so that, again, going back to legitimacy, mm. so, you know, like, so why? Like, you made it. You've done it. It was fantastic. Like, to continue it, is it something you do more of? Yeah. And that's that's where it gets its legitimacy. That's where it gets its groundswell, not through, like, someone like me going, well, maybe it could sit in a thing like that because mm-hmm. I feel your need to have it legitimised in, in a certain frame. But mm-hmm. in actual fact, that's the thing. Like, you can make it up. Mm-hmm. You're making it up. And so that's freedom. So so it's that really interesting thing, isn't it? Like, you sort of can't have both. Like, you're doing something different unique mm. it's not going to fit within the normal funding structures at the minute mm. because you're possibly ahead of how that can be assessed or whatever and but then be satisfied with creating what you've created and that mm. your brother and your friend in the philippines and because it was fantastic i loved it i was stoked when i got it you know so so yeah, so what on what level does the legitimacy have to happen yeah. to qualify that the project has done... It's done exactly what you wanted it to do. Yeah, it could... Uh, I think it has m- many reaching uh, beneficial mm. conversations coming out around it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that the performative side of it, just the... The gift getting to people throughout the day means that there's a dance injection in your day. Yeah. Not as an aside. No, that's right. And it takes it it takes dance away from uh, its roots as bourgeois entertainment. Yeah, totally. Um, but the audience doesn't need to know that. But the institutions need to be having the conversation of here is a form of art that's doing the things that we keep saying that we want, which is engaging people. That's right, audience development. we are not structured to support it. I know. But as I said to you, when you make something that's beyond, like, that's not, it's not, it's, so that's what I'm saying, like, but, you know, I don't mean this very lightly, but (laughs) you have to have compassion because the Mm. systems aren't ready yet Mm. to deal with something that's... Do do we try and change the system or do we not worry about it? Well... I think that's what you're doing, though, isn't it, mate? You're like you're changing the system, and that's that's the point. Like each different thing that gets made mm. is slightly. Um, you're hoping the reveal or the opening or something's shifting and moving, and and that's time. So to think that something might happen instantly from it, I think is probably folly. <laughs> like I think <laughs> that's yes. the folly. Like I think sitting on something, yeah, and letting it, um, yeah be cultured mm-hmm. and keep nurturing the idea, mm-hmm. then it's going to have its own, it, it will have its own thing, you know, that because then you don't have to worry about necessarily. It's like with the Queen Street thing, like we didn't get funding for that for ages. I mean, it was at a huge sacrifice in terms of time and energy, but I felt like 
to the very end of that project, we were independent. Mm. Even though we were working with a huge multinational and, like, that was really hard. Like, I think they didn't realise that giving a very small arts organisation three warehouses with three floors on one of them, they thought that was a gift. And we were like, no, no, it's a liability Mm. because we have to program it. So it's not going to work unless we bring people to it until we create programming and get other funding people in to help us with that. Mm. And so, you know what I mean? Like, I think they learn a lot from us and we should certainly learn a lot from them. And that's what this process is for you. Like, you know, we, yeah, it, I don't know. Like, I think, yeah, you're in a situation where it's, they're not ready yet or so therefore you can't expect no i mean you can expect whatever but but i think sitting with it's going to be mm. the thing but i also feel like i could just let it go as well yeah sure which is the hard thing about fighting for something doggedly and mm. going in and doing the downward dog again but then it depends doing. on what you want like it depends on like is that your like what's driving you what drives you? That hit of like dopamine yeah. when you, when you have when an idea clicks. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of all. So it you're is. an inventor. And it can happen in heaps of ways. Yeah. It happened when I chased my fuel lines on the Mustang a couple of weeks ago because I thought maybe air was being sucked into it, and I don't understand all of this. I just got told this could happen. So it's the solving of something. Or like yeah. identifying and solving in that I think it's, the rush when yeah, you realise. But the first time, because <laughs> then, then, then I know. But then you don't know because yeah, you don't true. know. Like You're you, right. you have an initial, like that's the same thing. Like you do trikonasana, mm. you do the shape of it and you go, oh, I know this. No, mate, seven years it takes you to get the trichinacin anywhere near some sort of structural mm. understanding. But do you treat driving like that? Like you know how to drive. Mm. So it's achieving what you want it to achieve. This is where, sorry, well, this is a conflict I have within myself. No, no, no. And I don't oh, know no, whether it's laziness. No, no, no. I was thinking, I was thinking about that. Uh, I was thinking that. It's, it's, it's about mindfulness. Like, mm-hmm. so I think it's about awareness possibly because mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Yeah, because that's a very functional, you get in a car and you drive and you go somewhere and it takes you to the place you need to go. And you're not necessarily driving going, I'm very mindful here. How are my hands working on that? But it's a different context. But you can still be mindful when you're driving. Mm-hmm. You can still have awareness. You mm-hmm. can still be considering... Yeah, like how you're driving, I guess. I haven't really equated it. To and there's also the um, the idea of the point of diminishing returns, mm. that within two years or three years you can get to 80 or 90% fluency with something, but then it'll take you the next 10 years to get the next 3%. Oh, yeah, totally. And I really like, I don't need that last 20%, but that 20% is where excellent comes, where breakthrough yeah, comes. Yeah, That's invention. That's when <laughs> shit gets really wild. <laughs> But it's like those, like, amazing scientists. Like, their whole lives they spend, they get to 70 years old and they find that thing, that opening. You know, it's the, you know, and I'm not saying we've all, we're all built for that. That's not, that's not the point. But I think 
as I said, how we use our energy yes. in the world, what we're in service to, mm-hmm. that we continue to be rigorous with that. We continue to be curious with that and have awareness mm-hmm. about our responsibility like you were talking about before in the world because we are responsible, you know. No one's – it's not being done to us. Like, I mean, there, there are certain structures being done to us, but, but I still think – well, yeah. I don't know. Well, you need to believe it. You need to believe it. Yeah. There's a whole, isn't that determinism or Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which probably we just in the matrix or something and someone's manipulating us. But I, okay, I like to think that there is choice and that you. Yes. And that in your if, practice too, like we're not victims to it. No. We're not victims of, no. poor me, I've decided to work in the arts or whatever. And that's why it's, I push against martyrdom. Yeah. Because. That's hideous. It's not no, it's being not someone needed. who knows it well. <laughs> <laughs> See, I probably I've not done it as as well as you have. I just haven't had the years. <laughs> I haven't had the years, mate. The years of the yeah. But I mean, I think the martyrdom came out of wanting the best yes. for things, and I think so. Even though I say that and I make a joke about it, I. I it hurt me a lot because I didn't really like it, but I felt like I needed to do it to to push something Mm -hmm. but I think he can do it in different ways and yeah and I think some things are worth that's what I mean worth more energy than others and deciding where to put your energies is Mm -hmm. really important I think if you're going to be in a creative and then doing things that like are not artsy at all or that's the multiplicity like doing things that are about being in the world you know are very important you know I have this, um, I wonder about that a lot. I think mainly where most of my energy goes is to seeing, well, it's an experiment for me whether I can achieve great things without going through great pain, Mm. challenging, Mm. but I won't get a second shot Mm. at that. I won't get to to be able to realise ever that, I was wrong and people were right when they said you just have to do the hard yards and then the good will come. Like, But it depends. Like sometimes you can do great things with little effort, but I think it's because you've done the hard yards that those little moments of ease are so pure. Yeah, but I, so that's what I'm testing. That's what right, I'm wondering. Right. In, my, that in my not operating with a means to an end, yeah. operating that within each moment, yeah, that's right. Within each moment yeah, yeah. is the benefit and the satisfaction and the nourishment for the next yeah. moment. Yeah. And if it's not, then that moment that doesn't need to be happening the way that it is happening. Mm. But that's very that's very Buddhist. Oh. The, the, this, you, you know, because you come up with something. No, 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 but, but it, no, no, no. But it's the it's the well, you're in an ever changing flux, but you're yeah. in the now rather than pursuing. Yeah, right. you're not yeah. end gaining. And end gaming. End gaming. <laughs> <laughs> and Do you I know think what I mean? That so comes out not, of like yeah. a deep interest in the multiplicity of narratives that we can follow. Absolutely. And that if the narrative is that we should all have a veggie patch in our backyard and then then there's bigger questions to ask of well maybe we should have a shared plot of land next to an apartment block so that we can farm on a mm, better scale mm, mm. Um, and the yard is used better. Or the narrative about um, marriage equality is not that everyone should have equal access to the ordaining by God of your marriage, but that marriage is not serving the function that 
it once it went into service. Right. And that's, that's the marriage. question. That's right. The, the, exactly. The, the conversation that's is the always different but, than but then, what the conversation that's, right. that's being had. Yeah. And I think that's where I spend most of my energy as this uh, role of the artist in, with, as like well, a cultural the agent. Yeah. Yeah, in, in, in a way that is hopefully not... So if you talk about like going through the martyrdom and now being on the other side where you're like trying to make the good things happen without the martyrdom, I'm getting hopefully to the other side of being a bit of a dick about being able to see how dumb people are (laughs) and knowing, thinking that I know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully I'm getting to the other side where I can be smart and well-read and and exposed and not ever think that I've gotten to that on my own. Yeah, yeah. And knowing that I've only ever gotten to yeah. that through love and But that's and humility, and like that humility to understand the contribution of others mm. to the greater identity mm. is, it's huge. It's such mm. a, because we are inherently in our own, we're quite selfish, I think. <laughs> yeah, because well, it's survival. So you know, this idea as well that right. you're, you're. The private domain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. in the private domain, which it's, it, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's certainly changed, that's for sure, hasn't it? Like mm. this idea of the private dom- domain has become the thing, you know, that you can do anything in that and, yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me. No one's But that's, that's, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. I'm excited what you're going to do. What's just keep your, doing what you're going to do. Well, maybe, just yeah, that's, do it. I wonder. That's, maybe that's I'm already doing That's the thing. That's it. the work. You just do it. You just keep going. You keep mm. doing stuff. You keep following your interests. You keep, if the novelty wears off, that's okay. Like, every, every, everyone's path is really different. And that's not a get-out clause either. It's just that you are different. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm different from you. Like, we, we all have a uniqueness that hopefully we're like, well, as you said, the privilege of having the time and opportunity to contemplate yeah. that is... Yeah. Absolutely, because I I wouldn't have forcibly made space so that I could do a two week residency mm. of the gift project. Yeah. But you made space. Yeah. And then. And then Oz Dance. Yeah, 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 and Dirty Feet. That's right. And then oh, Dirty Feet. That's right. Oz Dirty Feet. Yeah. Dancers gave their time. Yeah. And then because people got on board, I then had a responsibility. That's right. And that. But there was still a need, though. There's still fire. There's still yeah. that tapas. There's still something mm. in you that wants to generate something or at least fuck with something or at least deconstruct something. Like mm. I think you're interested in deconstruction rather than construction in a lot of ways. Yeah, except not in the classic modern dance sense of deconstruction so that we look at the parts. No. But deconstruction yeah. so that we understand yeah. that all things are arbitrary. Yeah. That's all. And and then construction through craft because I think crafts and totally. trades are about yeah, construction. Totally. They are. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Fascinating. <laughs> Probably wombat radio. <laughs> Study. Great conversation. Um, what's your biggest hope oh my for God. all of this effort? Oh, my God. Across... Multiple. Oh my god! Before when I'm dead, like just before I die. <laughs> no, no. You can. You, you're allowed to reap some benefit before then, or some reward, or some nourishment. Or God. But there's something driving all of us to do what we do. Right. That's. It's very true. I often look. I tell you what. I often think of that. Sometimes, 
to be honest with you, I wish people were a bit more grateful. That's like I think being um, grateful or I feel like sometimes that's missing and people not realising the work that people put in to make things like Ready Made Happen or Queen Street or and, and that's just a, that's only tiny though. But I think if I oh boy, God, that's just a small thing. But God, what do I hope for? Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't, you know, uh, okay. I just hope I can keep doing what I'm doing. Mm. So I hope that I can still, so especially as I get older and my body starts to get more, like I thought when I was 30, I was like, oh, God, my body's hurting. And it's like, you know, a decade on from that, it's like, oops, that's a bit different. But, um, yeah, I just I feel like that being able to, keep moving like to move and to keep moving with people mm. and to uh, I hope that that sounds probably a little bit wanky doesn't it but I don't know I don't have any money or anything like that so I don't feel like I aspire to these great sort of oh you know what I would really love I would love to be able to take the process of the ready made and the Queen Street thing and do a regional residency space mm. so in terms of our the activisation pathway, I think that would be really amazing to have something like that. Um, Anywhere in particular? I don't know. Well, somewhere, yeah, it has to be near water. I think that's really important for artists, that they're near ocean or something where they can see the horizon. I think that's very important that you can see beyond your own circumstance and so I think horizon or mountains or water but water particularly because I think it's very important um uh, I hope that we will realize that you know talking about the 10,000 clock I love that 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 with the Trumpy Trump thing going on that this this idea that we have to identify our values that we have to realize the the power of the, the creative, the power of an idea, the power of like even um, this idea of what I was saying in the body of ideas, the Martin, um, even, you know, whether you like him or not, um, the Martin Spangberg thing where he talked about that the revolution is the choreographer, that it is how we will manifest together, you know, that will change the world, not us in our private domain going. And that's the choreographer. And that's what you do. Like, you talk about making dances, like this is choreography, you know. Donna Miranda, she's this great Filipino artist. She's so amazing. She really taught me about that. Like we did this project at Campbelltown and, you know, that whole thing, Julianne Long, she was, mate, put me up for this project with Matt Day and Dean Walsh and who was Nikki Haywood and, and it was all about the administration of choreography and the the administration work that goes, and we did a handbook called. Have you? Did you? It's called um, the handbook for the independent dancer. Mm. I'll, I'll give you a copy. Great. It was really yeah. good. I'll send it here, and it was just really fantastic to recognise that what we define as practice, mm. and that everything you do, like me curating a space or activating a space, is choreography, because I am choreographing something, you Absolutely. know, and um, and um, probably sounds a little bit. Uh, sound a little bit daft but it was really a really great thing to realize that and and that was quite hopeful that that nothing is for nothing like even though some there are some days when I'm doing the studio and I think why the fuck 
fuck am I doing this? Oh, my God. It's so much pressure when I've got a really full, like, this job is, like, when term starts, it's 60 hours, like, it's on. And, um, but then, yeah, it's the, it's the hope. It's like what I said at the bottom, we're in hope. We're always in hope, aren't we, that we're trying to make something better. Mm. So maybe that's it. It's really not a great big a philosophical thing but just to make things better for people awesome. and for artists because I fucking believe in them you know I, I believe I think you know and I think sometimes it gets quarantined to the folly hobby get over it move on with your life blah blah but you look around you the greatest things that happen to us are through artistic processes even if you're not a creative, the greatest things that will happen to you will be, you know, from going to um, seeing a beautiful picture book when you're a kid, like where the wild things are, you know, to, I don't know, the vivid, seeing the opera house being lit with those beautiful dances when they did the first vivid. Like, I don't know, I think that's where we can make great change. So, yeah, that's what I hope. Just to keep going and make it a little bit better. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. Thanks, Wombat Radio. <laughs>